Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, June 17th, 2023. This Key Races and Bets podcast is brought to you by Amwager.com, a great legal online wagering website. Amwager.com has some great betting tools and perks and is legal for residents of most states in the U.S. and covers most tracks in North America as well as many throughout the world. Check it out, amwager.com. You can also get the written version of this podcast, which is the Key Races and Bets blog, totally free, no login required, at amwager.com by clicking on How to Bet and LSTAR's blog. But if you're not a member, check it out. You'll be happy that you did. We're going to start with the first of a great three-race stakes series at Monmouth. On Saturday, June 17th, this is the Pegasus Stakes, race 10 at 444 Eastern. This is a stakes race for three-year-olds. And all eyes and a decent amount of wagering dollars are going to be on Kings Barnes, who drops in class into inaugurated stakes after a 14th place finish in the Kentucky Derby. When he battled head-to-head through ridiculously fast fractions for the first three quarters of a mile, Kings Barnes led from start to finish in the Louisiana Derby prior to that and won an allowance race one month earlier than the Louisiana Derby after racing in third for the first half mile. And he doesn't wear blinkers, so he's not an absolute need lead type. Nevertheless, Kings Barnes is no standout based on the back-to-back 100 Echo Base speed figures, which is a way to normalize time across various tracks. Those are the two figures he earned before the Derby. Even better, the second lowest morning line odds belongs to Classic Catch at 7-2, and he's got much less chance to win as, as those odds suggest and as compared to a couple of other horses at the least. Even if Kings Barnes wins at low odds, we can make some money because Classic Catch is going to be out of our exacta tickets. He has only an allowance win to his credit, followed by fifth and fourth place efforts in the Wood Memorial and Peter Pan, but those are poor efforts without Lasix, which he doesn't get today and which he got for his last win. My topic is Salute the Stars, opening at 4-1. to one. He nearly won the first start of his career last summer to mile on grass, which is no easy task. Then he moved forward nicely to win a race on turf at this distance in August. On the shelf, from August until this May 14th, Salute the Stars came back at 9 furlongs on dirt as if he had never been away, winning by a neck after stalking in third, then opening up in the stretch by a length. Certainly, almost getting caught was a function of being off for nine months, and he's going to be a lot tighter and tougher today in his second start off the rest. Therefore, the 98 figure he earned in that last race is likely to be improved upon to more than the 100 Kings Barn earning his two best races this year, and that makes Salute the Stars a better pick to win and a better bet. How great is Nate? Opens a bit higher at 9-2 than Salute the Stars and is also a strong contender to win. He won the first four starts of his career last year, including two stakes. All of those were sprints, but he was still so highly regarded when he made his three-year-old debut in March. It was in the Gotham Stakes. Unfortunately, he lost his jockey at the start. Returning two weeks later, he finished fourth in the private terms stakes at this distance and then when transferred to the barn of Elizabeth Dobles, he showed a lot of talent gambling winning the Long Branch stakes five weeks ago at Monmouth, which is the local prep for this Pegasus. Similar to the Loot Stars, how great is Nate should run even better in his second start of the meet. And on the other hand, though, his 91 figure is about the equivalent of three to four lengths shy of Salute the Stars' last race, so if both prove at the same rate, it might be tough for how great is Nate to win. Nevertheless, he's got value. I'm using Kings Barnes as well as Subrogate, who finished second in a one-turn mile and won at six and a half furlongs. 
in his two races to date, in second on exacta tickets. In the Pegasus Stakes, race 10 at Monmouth on Saturday, June 17th, post 444 Eastern. The Windbat to salute the stars at 9 to 5 or higher. For the exacta, I want to play salute the stars and how great is Nate over salute the stars, how great is Nate and Kings Barnes and Subrogate. We're going to play some doubles and pick threes here. The doubles going to be in race 10, salute the stars and how great is Nate. In race 11, Scottish Star and Vergara. The pick three is going to be in race 10, Salute the Stars and How Great is Nate. In race 11, Scottish Scar and Vergara. And in race 12, Nimitz, Class, Ryden with Biden and Petulant. Moving to race 11, this is the Eatontown Stakes at the post of 5-12 Eastern on Saturday, the 17th of June. This is a great betting race because the top two morning line favorites appear vulnerable. The first is Gino Romantica, and although Gino Romantica is four for seven in her career, she's facing four-year-olds double for the first time and come back from eight months off. She won the restricted risk of her stakes last August for horses which had never won a stakes and then finished second in the similar grade three pebbles before winning the grade one Queen Elizabeth II Challenge Cup. But that was three-quarters of a year ago, and there's not any reason to think she could run well off the long layoff, even for trainer is Chad Brown. And by the way, Brown's record with horses coming back from six months off in greatest stakes turf routes is pretty low. I was very surprised by this, but it's just six for 44 the last three years. More reason to take a stand against Gene Romanico on the win end. The other starting favorite is surprisingly at 7-2. I don't get it. She was third in the Bogey Stakes last month where consumer spending was second, and she was third in the Hillsborough Stakes before that in March where Scottish Star was second. Her only stakes win came in February before those two, and even if she can rebound or repeat it, it's not good enough to beat my top two contenders. Scottish Star is the first of the two with a 3-5-1 record, which easily could be 5-3-1 if not for a head defeat on the wire in October and a neck defeat in February. She stepped up off that neck defeat to surprisingly in the Endeavor and ran huge to be second in the Hillsboro to Shantasara. Then off a two-month layoff, she led in the stretch, came a half-length short to Spirit and Glory. Getting the inside draw today over the other possible speed in Katie's A Lady, but with the ability to come from off the paces you did in the Endeavor, Louis Saez has all the options available to him to get Scottish Star to run her best, which is good enough to win. Vergara was returning from seven months off on May 20th in the Grade 3 Gallaret Stakes on Preakness Day when moving up from third to second to within ahead of the leader before fading to fifth. That makes perfect sense, but now making her second start off the left and with Trina Gray in motion going to John Rees combined there won one quarter of their 43 races in the last year. Vergara can improve back to the form shown winning the $400,000 Dueling Grounds Oaks last September. Since both win contenders may go to post decent odds, we can use some others in second on exacta tickets in addition to Geomatic and Surprisingly, and those are Consumer Spending and Spirit and Glory. In the Eatontown Stakes, race 11 at Mama, Saturday, June 17th, post 512 Eastern. Scottish Star can be bet at 2-1, and Vergara can bet at 5-2. We might get more than those odds on both. And as both may go to post at minimum higher than minimum odds, this is a great race to take advantage of a mathematical edge provided by a dutching tool, which prorates your wages for the best value. There's a free dutching tool at Amorgy.com where you can set the amount you want to bet or the amount you want to win, and the math is done for you to achieve that edge. And this is just one of many great tools and perks available for the betters at Amorgy.com. For the exacta, I want to play Scottish Scar and Vergara over Scottish Scar, Vergara, Surprisingly, Consumer Spending, Spirit and Glory, and Gene Romanica. I'll say that again. That's Scottish Star and Vergara over Scottish Star and Vergara. 
surprisingly, Consumer Spending, Spirit and Glory, and Gina Romantica. And even though you probably, hopefully, are live in the pick three, we can play doubles here in race 11, use Scottish Gar and Vergara. In race 12, Nimitz Class, Riding with Biden, and Petulant. Moving on to the Salvatore Mile Stakes, race 12 at Monmouth on Saturday, June 17th, the post of 540. It's going to be tough for the rest of the field to beat Nimitz Class based on the way he's been running since last December, winning five in a row in the last four, dominant the last eighth of a mile, being in front by three and coasting home. Jockey Jevy and Toledo has been in the saddle for all five after never having ridden Nimitz Class previously, and that speaks volume for the horse and jockey relationship, which could lead to Nimitz Class getting his 11th career win in the 17th race. He's also run faster than the rest of the field, and more than once as the 118 Equibase figure earned winning the John B. Campbell in February and the 113 figure winning the Harrison Johnson Memorial in March are better than any figure earned by any horse in any of their previous races. In securing his last four victories, Dimms Class shown the ability to lead from the start or to sit in second for the open half mile before taking over and drawing away, and that's likely to be the same strategy employed by Toledo here for this four-year-old who still may have improving to do. Even with Nimitz Class being the horse to beat, Ryan Biden is no slouch, having earned four hundred seventy-five thousand in his career, compared to four hundred sixty-five thousand for Nimitz Class, while winning seven of twenty-one and second in five others. Riding with Biden proved stakesworthy starting the summer of twenty twenty-one, leading when leading late before selling for second in the Dwyer Stakes at Belmont. Then, after six defeats and possibly. As a result of turning the race as a gelding, Ryan with Biden really got good, winning replacing in six of eight straight, including back-to-back wins in November and January. Remember last year and this January. The best three of those efforts earned 106 and 107 figures, which aren't as good as the two best figures Nimitz Class earned recently. On the other hand, Nimitz Class' other three figures of 106, 103, and 105 are on par with Ryan with Biden. So if Nimitz Class doesn't run his best races and runs his other three best of his last five, and Rodman Biden does, you've got a race on our hands. Petulant appears ready for his first stakes tries as he returned from a three-and-a-half-month layoff and made short work of a tough allowance field last month. This four-year-old got a late start. He made his career debut last July, but every race he's run since has been an A effort, particularly his race in January of this year at the same distance as the Salvatore Mile, winning by four with a one-on-one figure. Off the last last month, he earned a 100-figure, which might have been higher, but there was no need for jockey Luis Saez, who rides again, to ask for more as he had easily broken clear of the rest of the field. As a four-year-old with only five races under his belt, Petulant has a lot of upside and can use the rail draw to his advantage to save ground while either trying for the lead or relaxing as far back as fourth, which he's done in previous victories. In the Salvatore Mile, race 12 at Monmouth, post 540 on Saturday, June 17th. Nimitz class opens at 7-2, but that's optimistic. He's been the odds-on favorite his last three. I'm willing to bet Nimitz class at 3-2 or more as a low-odds overlay. Ryden with Biden has minimum odds of 3-1 and Petulant 4-1, and I'm happy to bet one of the other two at the highest odds or the highest ratio of those 3-1 odds on Ryden with Biden and 4-1 odds on Petulant. This is another race where we, if we end up betting more than one horse to win, a dutching tool like the one in Amateur, which is totally free, helps us to get the best edge by allocating our wagering dollars based on the odds. For the exacta, I want to box Nimitz Class, Petulant, and Ryden with Biden. Don't forget, you can get the written version of this podcast, which is the Key Race and Bets blog, and it's totally free at amwager.com by clicking on How to Bet at Stars blog. I want to thank you so much for listening or reading. Hope you make a lot of money, and we'll talk to you next week.